Good morning and welcome to the Marcus Today Breakfast Briefing. My name is Henry Jennings and it is Thursday, the 30th of September, last day of the month. Okay, and as usual, it is general advice only, so please do your own research. Contact your own financial advisor regarding any of the thoughts, ideas, or insights in this briefing. And if you're wanting to read our disclaimer in full, you can pause the PowerPoint slide here and read our disclaimer, or you can head on over to our website if you're listening on a podcast, and that's www.marcustoday.com.au. And if you're not yet a member of the Marcus Today community, why not give us a trial? We have a 14-day free offer for new members to trial our services, so why not head on over there and get a free trial of the Marcus Today newsletter? I'm sure you won't regret it. Okay, well, overnight, we had a very choppy session in the US markets, very choppy, neither Arthur nor Martha at the end of the day. However, we are showing on SPY futures, at least, a slight rebound from yesterday and the day before in terms of the carnage. We're up 23 points or 0.32% on SPY futures up to 71.99. US markets, though, very choppy. Debt ceiling, usual issues out there, bond market all over the place etc. The same themes as we have seen uh, many times before and I'm sure we'll continue to see them during this week. We've got the Dow up 91 points at the end of the day, up 0.26 of a percent. Uh, Big sell-off into the close for the Dow. Sell-off as well for Nasdaq down 34 points or 0.24% to 14,512 and the S&P 500 in the middle for diddle as usual, up a measly seven points to 43.59. So nothing very exciting there either. Again, that late sell-off uh, taking no prisoners in terms of the U.S. market. So it was a very volatile session with that U.S. 10-year all over the place. Uh, the VIX index fell just under 3% to 22.56. So despite all this volatility, the actual cost of insuring your portfolio through option pricing on the CBOE is uh, falling slightly. In the commodity side of things, we did see some falls. Uh, Brent crude down 0.57% or 45 cents to 78.64. Have we seen the top in the oil price at that $80? Who knows? Uh, 74.83 for WTI coming off from that 75 level uh, down 46 cents or 6 D1 basis points, 0.61%. And the gold price hit again, down 0.84%, $14.60, down to 17.2290. And why was it hit? Well, once again, we've seen money flowing into safe haven of the US dollar, and that is uh, causing the Aussie dollar to come under some pressure as well. 71.74, the Aussie dollar. So in terms of uh, Aussie dollar gold, it may not be so bad. Iron ore uh, had a good night last night, up 2.2% or $2.45 to 114 spot 80. Other commodities didn't fare quite so well though. We had copper down 0.8%, nickel down 1.2%, aluminium down 0.7%, zinc down 0.5%, lead down 1.3%, and tin down 0.24%. And uranium coming under pressure on the weekly falling 14%, back down to $43 a pound. 
So it looks like we may see some pressure today on some of those hot stocks again, especially in the uranium space. We have seen some of those coming off in recent times as well, so not exactly unexpected. But that spot price can be quite volatile, and it may only take Mr. Sprott to move out of the market and stop buying for that to come back down. As a result, in terms of mining stocks in the US and other parts of the world, we saw Freeport down 1.4%, Alcoa down 0.7%, Techcom unchanged, Anglo up 1.6%, Glencore up 1%, Vale up 1.23%. In terms of BHP and Rio overseas, uh, BHP and Rio pretty much unchanged in US ADRs, that's the American Depository Receipts. Here you can see the S&P 500 and you can see the volatility there after a pretty good start. Uh, interest waned and the sellers came in. It then rallied again. You can see up to around 3 o'clock. But unfortunately we saw a very, very late sell-off and it dropped from uh, 43.84 back down to 43.60. So a big change there for the S&P 500. Major stories last night. Congress are trying to avoid a government shutdown and suspend or raise the debt ceiling. Well, haven't we heard that before? And we all know that it's a political horse trading game and we'll suspect that, as usual, at the 11th hour, we will get some sort of compromise resolution. No one wants the US government to close down again. Not a great look. European stocks better. Stock 600 rising by 0.6 and the German DAX up by 0.8 of a percent. Looks like... Uh, Schultz is going to be the uh, Chancellor in Germany. I was going to say Prime Minister, but it is Chancellor in Germany. US 10-year yields falling by one point to near 1.53%, but that does belie the volatility that we saw last night. Oil prices weaker as well, with Brent crude and WTI both easing uh, 0.6 as stockpiles rise ahead of expectations. Base metals all weaker, as uh, we've said, and economically, the US pending home sales rose 8.1% in August, beating estimates of 1.4%. Mortgage applications fell by 1% in the past week. As far as what's on in our market today, a few bits and bobs on the economic front. We've got August job vacancies, building approvals, and private sector credit. Always good fun. Chinese manufacturing and services PMI for September as well. Those high-tech stocks in the US uh, did come under some pressure late. We saw Tesla only up 0.5%, Apple up 0.7%, Microsoft up 0.2%, Alphabet down 1.2%, it's hip to be square, fell another 2.7%, and TMC, the metals company, which has a bit of an impact on the cadence NTA, fell another 17.2% to $4.33 US. I think it was floated or valued at around 10 bucks when it first hit the boards. As far as 10-year yields go elsewhere, uh, the US around 1.52, 1.53. Australia eased a little higher yesterday, 1.48. Germany still negative 0.21. The Rio CEO said the company may well process critical and strategic metals in the US, and we've had a bunch of central bankers out and about once again saying that inflation pressures will ease. Once again saying it is transitory, but transitory has been for some time. Over here, front page of the AFR, as you would probably expect, mortgage brokers are warning of a housing recession. 
if regulators get too tough on some of the lending practices that Josh Frydenberg and APRA have been talking about. And ScoMo, Scott Morrison, may not show at the Glasgow Climate Conference, but Malcolm and Turnbull and Twiggy certainly will, apparently. So uh, both Malcolm Turnbull and Twiggy will be at the Glasgow Climate Conference, no doubt pushing their new green hydrogen fund. And West Farm is said to be in no hurry to up its API offer. And APA Group could well be an attractive takeover target again. Of course, APA Group at the moment bidding for Osnet, but there are some that believe that with the high gas prices at the moment, the APA Group itself could well become a target. Don't forget that it was the subject of a target from Hong Kong company CKI at 11 bucks, but that was knocked back by FERB uh, some years ago. So it is a strategic asset, but still could be a potential target, maybe a private equity tilt at that one. And Foxtel has a strategy day today and could be an IPO on the cards for Foxtel. Question of the day today, we've had a couple of days of nastiness. We've had, a, I think it's around a 6% fall from the highs. Simple question. I'm sure you've been asked it once or twice in the car. Are we there yet? So that's the question of the day. Are we there yet? Have we seen the worst of the pullback? That's it for me today. Thanks very much for listening. You can head on over to the Facebook discussion group. We'd love to have your thoughts, ideas, and your insights over there. It's a great group. And that is on Facebook under Marcus Today. It's 3,500 members there. Members helping members is the motto. We've got Ask the Analyst. I'm doing another session on Friday, the 15th of October. You can get details of how to register for that in the newsletter. And if you are listening to this on a podcast or watching this on a video and you're not yet a member of the Marcus Today community, we'd love to have you along. We'd love to have you or a company and uh, for you to trial our product, www.marcustoday.com.au and you can sign up for a free two-week trial of the newsletter. That's it for me today. Thanks very much. Let's hope we see some green today rather than the red blood we've seen in the past couple of days. 